Hey everybody, Dave Lindbergh in Hong Kong with uh, yet another episode of the THD podcast. Coming up today, we have a gentleman joining us from London, a company called Chattable. Uh, going to talk about AI, going to talk about uh, transparency modes in uh, TWS and perhaps how they use AI to enhance those features and also I think uh, some audio enhancement as well to help people with hearing health. So we're going to see if I'm full of BS. <laughs> we'll get into that in a moment. But before we get too far, let's not forget about our sponsor, the uh, uh, Alti, the Audio Loudspeaker Technology International. Um, a very good organization for networking of people developing a product, looking for manufacturing sources, looking for all kinds of components, software, et cetera, uh, test engineers, uh, product development engineers, everything you need to put together an audio product. It's a very good organization to join to, uh, to find out who can help you. So without any more delay, let's get into it here. So uh, Simon in Japan, how's it going today, Simon? It's going really good. Uh, we had the first snowfall of the season a couple of days ago. Ah. So well into winter now. All right. Very good. And yeah, so Giles Tung in uh, London area with uh, Chattable. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks very much for, for having me along. Um, and it's freezing here as well. So uh, we haven't quite got the snow, but we're definitely frozen. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. So, um, so yeah, like uh, I, I always try to take a, a gander at your uh, website and try to learn a bit about the guests before we start. And uh, so, yeah, you can basically tell me if I was making stuff up or how accurate we were with our prologue there. Well, it's, it's probably the other way around, you know, how good's our marketing material. <laughs> <laughs> so, but let me, uh, let me just fire up a little presentation here so that we can uh, lean on that a little bit. Sure. Cool. So yeah, we're chattable. Uh, we're licensing edge AI for conversation enhancement, which is uh, upgrading noise cancellation for consumer earbuds or TWS earbuds as uh, we can probably call it in this company. Um, mm -hmm. So a little uh, background to, to who we are. Um, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants here, really. Our CSO, Dr. Andy Simpson, uh, who is a, an expert of uh, auditory neuroscience, deep learning, AI, um, and working at the intersection of uh, neuroscience and AI has developed the technology that we've spent the last few years taking from kind of uh, lab scale and server scale through to where we are now, which is edge AI. Um, my background is uh, from marketing and business development through to leadership. Uh, my last uh, business was uh, Nerve, where I was uh, building wearable tech uh, product. And prior to that, Tech 21, which was a huge successful story and continues to be in consumer electronics and uh, before that Unilever and various other consumer brands. Mm -hmm. uh, the business was set up with uh, an investment from Mark Cuban, who uh, some of you will know, a Texan billionaire who likes to invest in, in AI and, and other things. Um, and uh, we've been going since about 2018 and we have the world's first zero latency AI or edge AI. Okay. So do you want me to keep going or do you want to jump in there? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll interrupt when something puzzles us or we got something to add. Cool. What's, what's puzzled you so far? <laughs> uh, what's zero latency in AI? Yeah. Maybe that's coming uh, up shortly. I knew I, I knew you'd you'd want to get into that, so I'll just <laughs> press pause on you, Simon, and we'll come back to that one. It, it, the answer is two point three milliseconds, but we'll come back to that. 
So uh, we're focusing on, on TWS earbuds at the moment because it's the fastest growing segment probably that there's ever been in consumer electronics. Um, according to FutureSource, 2 billion pairs of earbuds are going to be sold between 22 and 25, and they're estimating that 300 million were sold uh, this year. So um, this this probably is the fastest growing segment of, of uh, consumer electronics we've, we've ever seen and maybe we'll ever see. Um, the popularity of earbuds is extraordinary. So uh, no, active noise cancellation or ANC has become ubiquitous uh, because nobody likes noise. Simon, perhaps uh, I'll bring bring your expertise in here to, to tell us what ANC is. <laughs> All right, then. So what you do is you're going to uh, detect the external noises and use the speaker to cancel out that sound with the opposite waveform. There we go. Um, and that's become ubiquitous. I guess Bose were early pioneers there and uh, it's become adopted and, and like a table stakes feature for TWS now, uh, simply because when you're using your TWS for your podcast, phone call, Zoom meeting, uh, voice assistant, whatever it is, um, you don't really want to be interrupted by the noise around you. So uh, ANC has become basically a, a table stakes of anything from mid-tier upwards. And even, you know, you can get as low as sort of 30 buck products now with, with ANC in it. But ANC was everything, even people. So although we call it active noise cancellation, probably we could call it active sound cancellation because all sound is cancelled, or that's the intention of ANC. So uh, even people are taken out with this. So if you're wearing your earbuds and you don't really want to take them out, so like me, many people will start their commute by putting the coat on, putting the hat on, and if you're in the UK, putting your umbrella up and then putting your earbuds in and you start with your music and your podcast and then the phone calls start and suddenly you're at your desk and you've got meetings going and you haven't taken them out yet. But now you want to talk to someone. So how are you going to do that? Uh, one option is transparency mode. So you switch over from uh, noise cancellation to transparency, which is what uh, this Apple example is here. Um, other people call it pass through or hear through mode. And then you can hear the other person, but you've also let the, the noise in and then actually you've switched off the ANC that you've just spent a load of money on. So it's, it's kind of um, uh, an unsolved problem to this point is how, how would I continue that conversation without also switching off my ANC and allowing all the noise in? So that's what we're doing. We're allowing um, ANC to selectively cancel noise, but let in conversation. So we're allowing ANC plus conversation, if you want to think of it that way. Mm. And we're calling this AI Transparency Plus because we're adding AI to transparency to make transparency into the thing it probably wanted to be to begin with, but is incredibly hard to, to actually do. So this is the future of noise cancellation um, for, for TWS earbuds and other headwear. Oh, that's fun. I've just clicked on a link. Let me come back. <laughs> now, is, is this something that we would have seen a, a little bit in hearing aids previously? Uh, where they so like... Yeah, go ahead. So hearing aids are really uh, amplification devices. So they're, they're not trying to cancel noise. They're trying to amplify sound. Specifically, they're trying to amplify the sound that you want to hear. So um, okay. whether that's the sound of speech or other things, but they're typically amplification devices. Um, and they're using amplification plus custom EQ plus uh, compression to, to handle that amplification. Task. So um, whilst generally speaking, a hearing aid is a transparency Tool. It fits the same kind of definition. You know, sound comes in, it, it gets passed through to the receiver and into mm -hmm. your ear. Um, so you could think of it as basically an early transparency device. They're not uh, um, noise cancelling. So it's, it's different in, in that respect. 
Okay. So uh, conversation enhancement, according to a, a future source um, report, is one of the most requested features of next generation uh, earbuds. And to them, they define uh, conversation enhancement as the use of uh, algorithms and DSP to amplify and enhance voice pickup in situational environments. And situational environments basically mean social environments, you know, mm-hmm. coffee shop, pub, restaurant, whatever. And that's exactly what we do. So we've kind of uh, thanked uh, Future Source kindly for coming up with that phrase and we've run with it. So we call this conversation enhancement AI. Oh, I keep clicking on links. And so that's, so that's like helping people like focus. So like you've got this noise floor and uh, then you're trying to hear somebody across the table from you rather than, you know, the, the, the music in the background. So that's, that's right. So this is really about focus and attention and your ability to uh, with, with less effort, really, it's about listening effort, you know, reduce the, the, the amount of effort to, to listen to the person you that's speaking to you. So we're bringing down the background noise. We're bringing down the room sound. And it's leaving that uh, voice preserved and we can even bring the voice up. So um, that's that's what we're doing here. So with transparency mode and AI, you get this uh, conversation enhancement. So it's a new experience from Chatwell designed specifically for earbuds, can be used in other um, ear-worn devices. Mm-hmm. So by upgrading your ANC with uh, our industry-leading AI, you're addressing some hot trends which uh, are going around at the moment. So obviously putting AI into a device is a cool thing from a marketing perspective. And I think users will, you know, the first people to hear um, with our AI will effectively be listening to AI, which is quite a cool concept. Um, And this is uh, a trend of ANC with transparency mode, which is, uh, you know, table stakes of the next generation at the moment. And conversation enhancement according to Future Source, which is the most requested next generation feature. So it's, it's hitting a lot of trends um, at the moment for TWS. So we are going to let conversation in and leave everything else out. So I, I think this is probably where you'll start to get interested when we talk about the tech specifically. So this is a proprietary AI platform. It's being designed specifically for TWS. And in fact, it's designed specifically for the chip we're running on, uh, which is from Knowles, which we'll go into in a second. Um, and it's using what we call inline deep neural networks, uh, performing 100 million calculations per second. Uh, and it's scientifically proven neuroscience-based AI with uh, premium zero latency sound. So this is a step change in edge AI. And for anyone wondering what we mean by edge AI, you've got AI that can sit on a server, so in the cloud, AI that perhaps works on a, a desktop or, or other device. And then edge AI means it's sitting on the chip and it doesn't need anything else to run. It just runs from that chip. And in this case, it's running on a chip sitting inside an earbud. So this is now award-winning uh, real-time AI uh, for which we have patents pending, which is allowing the ANC to selectively remove noise whilst providing crystal clear conversational speech with no latency. And uh, oh, before I move on too quickly, we have a white paper on our website. So if people want to dig more into what we're, what we're doing, then uh, there's a white paper there. Just scroll down to the bottom of chatable.ai and you'll find uh, yeah, we all can, sorts of uh, interesting stuff. We can put the link in the description below. Oh, perfect. Yeah. What's the significance of the six millisecond latency barrier? Yeah, so I'll come to that in a second. But essentially, this is about the perception of um, latency and the... Okay. 
Um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a moment. It's easier if I put up a, a slide to, to support it. Um, this slide here, in fact. So <laughs> this is uh, the first conversation, enhancement AI with no latency. So um, typically, if we talk about uh, latency for conversation to begin with, so um, on a Zoom call, for example, we might have a latency which results in everyone speaking over each other. So that's that's a problem. But with Zoom, we kind of get used to it. If you're sitting across a table in a coffee shop with that kind of latency, it gets unusable. And, and in fact, at worst, it, it can make you feel a bit unwell when what you're seeing and what you're hearing are disconnected by uh, an egregious level of, of latency. On top of that, you have the own voice problem. And the own voice problem is that you can hear yourself say something. So, so, you, you sound, sound like, like this, this. And that is just not usable. So um, we therefore have to get below a certain threshold of, um, of latency. So um, the perception of echo, this kind of hearing my own voice, is about 30 milliseconds. The uh, industry, the hearing industry, want to get below six milliseconds. So our, um, our AI latency at the moment is 2.3 milliseconds, and then you add in whatever the system is. So um, if, for example, you had um, an AI that was running on a smartphone and was tethered to your listening device, your, your earbud, then you would have to add Bluetooth latency as, as, a, as part of that uh, latency calculation. So the importance of being on the edge is very clear. It gets rid of that chunk of, of latency. Um, the rest is then down to the operating system that you're working on and then your own algorithmic latency. So with our algorithmic latency down at 2.3 milliseconds, we then add on whatever latency is on the system inherently running the, the operating system. And that gives us the total end-to-end -end or round-trip latency, which on our null system is seven milliseconds. So, um, and that is really imperceptible. I would challenge anyone to tell me that they're having any difficulty with uh, that latency. Yeah, I think uh, I remember in like uh, live music trying to do wireless uh Usually most people were targeting a total, like, well, on the RF side of a five millisecond latency for a, an electric guitar or something like that. And you'd have to be pretty sophisticated in your hearing to detect it. But, you know, right. there's always musicians that claim that they could hear that difference. Well, there's always someone. And, and often when testing, we get people doing the old click test to see if they, right. I mean, we're focused on conversation. And, and if, you, if the conversation is imperceptible, the lips are moving at the same time as what you're listening to, then then you, you're there basically. But that is a very, very tight uh, threshold. So the challenge, of course, with AI is AI typically has um, two problems. One is that it's big, and that's typically why it sits on a server. And the second is that the algorithmic calculations are also huge, which in itself adds latency. So there's a huge amount of calculations going on. And by the time you've chucked something out the other end, you've added a chunk of latency. So this challenge of reducing latency really is, is probably the single biggest achievement from a technological point of view that we've done. And then to do so whilst retaining a natural sound is also a, a, um, a huge achievement because typically with noise reduction or, or conversation enhancement algorithms, you're trading off sound quality with, um, with your background noise removal. So being able to retain that uh, natural sounding voice, and I'm... Uh, I would say our benchmark is it sounds just like the person. You know, if you can hear that it's been synthesized or, or you know, it's come out of an AI, you, you, you know, I'd say probably you wouldn't. 
And then the, the final part, of course, is having something that's um, computationally efficient enough that it can sit inside a chip. So we're down at 900K for the Knowles chip. We used all the footprint that was available there. So with this tiny um, uh, implementation of our AI running with zero latency, altogether, that's what makes this um, a technological achievement, really. Okay, and is, is it exclusive to the Knowles platform? For now, no, it's not. It happens to be that um, through uh, a partnership started early in 21, we worked together with Knowles. Um, we, we walked through the door of Knowles at the same time they were positioning their their um, DSP chip, which they call the AI Sonic um, Chelsea, mm -hmm. the IA8201. Um, th at the same time, they were positioning that for use in TWS earbuds. Um, so as they were talking about, hey, we're going to build this uh, development kit, which you can see on the right-hand side of my image there, uh, we walked in and said, well, this thing is AI capable. How would you like some AI to run on your AI capable chip as a kind of demonstration? So we worked together throughout this, this year to, to develop that. And it gave us a platform really to fulfill our vision, which was an AI that could work on a chip. So it's been a really nice uh, sort of symb symbiotic uh, relationship. So um, from about August, we had this working. And um, since the travel situation has eased a bit, I've been able to go out on the road with this uh, Knowles chip. And that's why I'm wearing this funny cap is um, we have this uh, Knowles system, which we can put on the cap. So this is basically, and I'll show you a diagram of this in a second, but this is basically everything that you need inside a TWS with some earbuds hanging out of it. And then we just plonk that on someone's head and then they can listen to our AI. So ah, cool. pretty funky looking, but it, it does the job very well. So uh, we're happy with that. I was skeptical of the hat to begin with, but it does it does uh, <laughs> add somewhat. <laughs> so here's the, here's the image of what I've just shown you there. And you can see that uh, that's the Qualcomm 5141. Uh, that's the SOC that basically gives you a TWS earbud. You know, mm -hmm. add, add a battery to that and a few other bits and bobs and, and you're off and running. Uh, this chip here, which is about 2.6 mil squared, is the Knowles uh, Chelsea chip. So what we're finding at the moment is um, people who are interested in using our AI on their, on their earbuds are designing in the Knowles DSP as an addition to their existing design. So it's giving them a very fast route to market and Knowles is supporting with the, the integration side. So um, that's that's working very nicely so far as a kind of route to market there. Okay. So uh, your question was, is it exclusive to Knowles? Well, it, it's not exclusive to Knowles. It happens to be that it's available today and ready to go on the Knowles um, system, but it can work on um, any other chip that um, we, we basically look at the uh, resource profile from a processing point of view and a memory point of view. Processing doesn't seem to be a problem because we're, we're pretty efficient. It's the memory that's the kind of uh, the, the, the threshold that we, we sometimes, um, you know, jump to first. So mm -hmm. going back to the, um, the technical bits and pieces here, this, um, this AI Sonic chip from Knowles is using the Hi-Fi 3. There are Hi-Fi 4 and Hi-Fi 5 um, available or becoming available. So any of, any of those cores that, um, that are being used, we can probably run on. Uh, round trip latency at the moment we're about seven milliseconds. Our AI is two point three, and then there's another three or three or four. So um, from a processing on the OS side um, point of view, um, we're using about nine hundred k. The um, AI that we're using right now for our demos is doing a, a hundred million um, operations per second. 
um, which gives us about two and a half hours of battery life on a 70 milliamp hour battery. We do have another version, which is uh, 50 uh, million operations per second, which is twice the battery life. So if people are really concerned about battery life, we can use that. But typically, this is what we would regard as a situation or a temporary use case. So having two and a half hours battery life on a TWS earbud that's going to be regularly recharging is, is not an issue. Mm-hmm. So um, one other point of interest possibly is that we're not using TensorFlow or TensorFlow Lite or any of these other AI platforms. This is ground up AI that we've developed ourselves. So we go all the way back to the, to the core and, and uh, get as close to the, to, the, to the metal as we can and then build again on C, C plus and, um, and walk, walk forward from there. And this can be a floating point, fixed point, or whatever you like uh, kind of implementation. We have all the um, controls around this um, since we've developed it from, from the ground up. So the, the AI in this context is effectively trying to extract human voice content out of some arbitrary signal. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, exactly. And so, so you've, got, around some, yeah, you've got the neural network or, or some processing that you can do to extract that uh, voice content. That's right. Yeah. So one, one way I like to express that is sound goes in complex and comes out simple. Yeah. So we, we, we are uh, producing at the other side um, a voice or as much as we can, a voice only system uh, uh, signal. When you use our AI with the companion app, we have a slider in it. So you can actually control the amount of background noise that you want um, to come out because not everybody wants to sit in you know, silence. So uh, you can have a, a bit. So you might be watching a film or talking to a friend. You, know, you don't want to be in a kind of spooky, silent world. So instead, you would control um, you know, how much you want in, which could be. There's, there's kind of a couple of layers to the technology. One is that just that science of how do you take a signal and get human voice out of it. Another layer is how do you actually make that practical with uh, whatever chips are available? Is that a fair? Yeah, totally. hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. are both of those quite unique? I don't know. Has the, uh, this extracting human voice from noisy signals, is that a mature thing or is that still? No, it's, it's, as far as we know, that we're we're the only people with an implementation that's that's practical in a in an earbud solution. So um, there are probably examples of uh, Nvidia or others doing this on you know Nvidia sized GPUs mm-hmm. um, and server sized GPUs, probably for you know Zoom calls and such. Um, but to do this on the edge, um, so it's a twofold thing really. So one is the you know how have we done the speech and noise thing, um, you know the cocktail party if you want to call it that. So yeah. that's one thing. The other is how have we done it uh, with no latency on a size efficient enough to work on a chip? Yeah. And so the, the uh, is that layered on top of ANC or is the ANC aspect just uh, intrinsic in that processing? So you could think of it as two parallel streams. So you've got okay. your ANC going and then we're over here and then we come together and that's what you listen to. So you don't necessarily need to connect it to ANC. I mean, it's standalone, a valuable thing, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this, this would be um, giving you a clean voice signal. So even if you had like a non-occluding ear-worn device, um, say a hearing aid, for example, in some cases, a a non-occluding, then you would have this uh, clean voice signal over whatever's going on around you. So that is still a very useful thing. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be tethered with ANC. It just fits that, you know, if, if the role we're trying to perform is one of keeping noise out, um, then with yep. ANC has a has a you know it's a natural bedfellow. Yep. Even uh, non occluding earbuds do give some sort of uh, not distortion, but uh, if 
effect of the sound. So it becomes harder to hear even in that case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, if, if um, we think about the likes of, um, I don't want to say the Amazon thing, but uh, Siri and, and others like that, you know, these are platform guys who, who want you to use voice assistants and their, their goal presumably is to keep the earbuds in all day. So they would be advocates of any solution that's going to um, encourage you to not have to take them out. I mean, it's a faff to take them out. Oh, hey, what did you say? So that's that's annoying already. But um, in a world where it's like all day content, you know, constant use, you know, voice assistance, et cetera, then this is a this is a solution that clearly is going to help support that that journey and that vision. Right. right. And can it be adjusted for like focus? Because I, I know that some pass through technologies are used for like people who ride bicycles or something like that. And you want to be able to hear a car horn or a, or something yeah. or a fire fire truck. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so that's that's where the slider comes comes in handy. You know, we have this slider for the background noise, so you don't have to have it all the way down. So you're just mm. getting voice. You can have it up, so you've got some context around you. Okay. Um, so we're we're effectively launching this at CES. Um, we we together with Knowles, um, as I mentioned, we've been working all year on this. So. Um, Knowles entered um, their um, their chip here, the AI uh, 8201, which is also referred to as Chelsea, um, with our AI for a CES Innovation Award, which we, we got this uh, honoree. So we're going together to CES to um, to talk about that and demo that. So uh, we're looking forward to, to that. And that will be like the, the big unveiling. And we're also getting our hands on um, a new system, this this system here will be uh, retired and replaced with a new one which has got the ollie wolf um, driver in it which is going to help us with a, a broader spectrum of, of sound frequencies and also it will have um, as a result uh, enhanced a and c so we're really excited about that because those are both just sort of going to double up um, probably in an exponential way the experience that's already available on that system okay so that's the deck i'll just stop sharing now uh, so um, yeah, for somebody who wants to implement it, uh, how simple is it? I mean, do you say, okay, I'll take, uh, just buy the chip, solder it onto the board and it works? Or is there a kind of a development integration process? Yeah, so the, the simple answer is yes, that is basically it. Um, on top of that, we will do improvements, which people like to call tuning, but it's a little bit nuanced for us. But yeah, there are aspects that we will look at and improve. So um one company at the moment's building this into their existing design. So they're adding the, the um, DSP from Knowles onto their existing design. Then they'll send that to us. We'll then um, have a listen to it, do some modification, see, see if we can get um, more bang for the buck out of it and then give it back to them and, and off they go. It's probably worth pointing out at the moment, our AI is a single microphone solution. So there's all sorts of um, clever stuff that we can do in, in the future when we move to sort of a multi-mic solution. Um, so one question we get asked often is, is this um, beamforming? No, it's not. Could beamforming help? Possibly. Um, you know, we can, we can try that. There's some sort of logic that says it would help. Um, so we can do that with a multi-mic solution. And um, <clears throat> is it sort of accent and language specific? It's agnostic because it's not really looking for specific words or, you know, it's not trying to find, oh, that person just said Peter, let's say Peter. So it's agnostic, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Excellent. Okay, and uh, so you have uh, your ANC earbuds. 
you uh, steal off one of the microphone's audio stream and yep. process on that, and then you get an output signal in what form? Is it to come out as an I2S that you mix back into the Bluetooth chip? Oh, that's too deep for me, that one, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we, can put the, we can put the answer in a clip below after. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'll get someone far more intelligent than I am to answer that one. <laughs> right. Um, okay, in any event, you, uh, you take this uh, output from the processing and mix that back into your audio. That's, that's right. Yeah. So there's you the, the music and ANC or whatever you want. And you, you've added this, this uh, voice content essentially. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Spectacular. A little bit of a mux. All right. Um, let's see what else can we know? Um, so yeah, the, in terms of like uh, technical support around the world, uh, how are you guys managing that at the moment? Uh, besides London, where can we find you? Well, at the moment we're, we're confined to, to a small team in London um, okay. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be scaling soon. Um, we're lucky that with our Knowles relationship, the tricky stuff, which is the integration work, is being handled by their much more considerable um, team. So, mm -hmm. so far, we've not really disappeared into any sort of technical rabbit warrens. Um, and instead, it's really been about um, demonstrations and then once implemented into sort of tuning. So um, the support's all coming out of the UK from you know, the core team, which I think is an advantage right now. Obviously, in time, that will change. But, uh, yeah, anyone anyone who's uh, working with us right now get to speak to the to the, the real experts. Okay. And then uh, when could we expect to find a, a product in the shops using your technology? You say, well, I think the, you hinted something's coming pretty soon. Well, the good news there is that if you're going to Best Buy right now, you'll be able to buy a product called Noople. And Noople are using our second generation of uh, AI, um, and they're focusing on um, hearing impairment and the difficulty of hearing speech and noise. So you can use that. Um, the Edge AI, which is the 3.0, the new generation, we're currently we've only been on the road for the last uh, since October really. So we're just out demoing that now, and we're going through some um, some sort of evaluation phases with a few different companies at the moment. So uh, all being well, uh, towards the end of uh, 22, we should have some products in market. Okay. And you'll be a part of the little Knowles Pavilion at CES. I'm not sure what their plan is, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a, they're going for a, a suite um, type operation. So we'll be there. They've got... Um, whether it's one suite or uh, you know three suites, but they have a demonstration space where... Um, I'll be there with, uh, you know, identifiable with this catchy cap, or perhaps I'll be wearing the Knowles one, depending on how political I'm feeling. And um, <laughs> I'll be there doing demos. Now, demos dead easy. We just whack the hat on. Somebody gets to play around with the app and you have a conversation. I mean, there, there, there's a temptation always to try and take this into a lab and do lots of evaluation. The best test for this is in anger, you know, go to a coffee shop, go somewhere that's noisy, you know, go somewhere that you'll realistically use this and let's see if it helps. Is it a useful thing? You know, did you have to take your earbuds out this time? No, you didn't. Okay. Well, that's a good start. Did it perhaps make conversation more interesting or um, easier? Well, that's a, that's a definitely a, an additional benefit of this. Sure. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good and clear introduction to chatable. Simon, did you have any final questions? Oh, I think I might have covered it. All right. All right, Giles, anything to add before we uh, say goodbye to the audience? No, I want to thank Simon for being gentle with me, knowing his uh, expertise <laughs> in this space. 
And uh, yeah, if you want to find more information, chattable.ai, um, there's our, our link there to the white paper, which will also be below this video, I believe. And um, yeah, I'm active on LinkedIn and uh, you can look me up there, Giles Tongue on, on LinkedIn, you'll see me there. And um, yeah, if people want demos, just get in touch and we'll very happily come and, come and see you wherever you might be and, uh, and uh, you know, experiencing it is, is the best way. All right. Okay. So thanks everybody for watching. Uh, please like subscribe and especially share and comment. Give us your love, give us your hate, whatever it might be. And uh, we look forward to, this will be the first video of 2022. So uh, we look forward to uh, following you through the rest of uh, this next year as things get back to normal. So take care, everybody. Thanks, Charles. Thanks guys. Cheers.